Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, the rest of you. <laughs> Let's give them a hand clap. Amen. It's great to be in the house of the Lord on today. Welcome everybody uh, 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 on this Lord's Day. Welcome you that are watching by means of the live stream as well. Uh, and we've come together to just to lift up the name of Jesus and uh, declare his word. Um, a few things that we need to uh, take care of before we get into our into our worship. Um Last um, last Sunday was um, Grandparents' Day, and as you know, we always uh, do something um, special for the grandparents, but uh, the situation, everything that we had, we didn't have a service last week, but, uh, so, but I want to at least um, recognize all of our grandparents that are here. And so, grandparents, if you are physically able to stand, would all the grandparents that are here to stand, please? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's give them a great hand. Amen. We thank you. We appreciate you. And we all know it's grandparents' uh, greatest responsibility to spoil their grandkids and then send them home to mom and dad. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But uh, we do want to uh, welcome you, let you know that we love you and appreciate you. Uh, everybody may not got one. She may not got around everyone, but Sister uh, Michelle is passing out some little colored leaves. And she's, she's in charge of our bulletin board back there, and she's putting up a, a board for, for fall, and she's asked for everybody to write something on this leave uh, that you're thankful for. Uh, and um, you, you can or can, um, whatever you want about signing, that's not necessary, but something that you are uh, thankful for, and um, um you can give them back to her or in a little while when we pass the offering pan, you can drop them in the offering pan and um, some kind of way where she can get them back and she's going to post them uh, on that board back there. And um, I, I'm, I'm just, I'll just tell you, I'm not, not ashamed as I say, I'm thankful for the privilege to pastor this great church. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm thankful for that. So that's what these are. And if you haven't got, uh, got one, see her and she will get you one um and also on the welcome desk out there you're going to find some little white prayer request cards and the first wednesday of of every month is our prayer time used to some of you that's been around a little longer know we would uh the ladies would pray uh, and the fellowship hall, the men in here, but we quit doing that some time ago. We're bringing everybody together, and we do a focused prayer. And um, we've had some. This pastor was a really great uh, uh, prayer uh, prayer time, and um, God um, God moves in our prayer services. Amen. And if you don't show up for them, 
you are you are cutting your own throat. I just tell you like it is. I mean, you know, because I mean, you're cutting yourself out of a great blessing. Hallelujah! But praise the Lord, Amen. But I got these little prayer request cards, and uh, if you got someone you want to remember uh, in in prayer, uh, you put that person's name on top and you can or cannot you don't have to put the address but check what it is if this person you want special prayer for is unsaved or is a death in the family somebody's sick if it's a serviceman how many knows we need to pray for our servicemen and women amen uh somebody's in a hospital or if it's other uh and i want you to if you got a special prayer need now this ain't just a just an everyday thing. This ain't talking about your toenail grown outgrown, you know. But this is for a special prayer need. You can fill one of these out, drop them uh, in uh, in an offering pan or whatever. And uh, our next um, first um, Wednesday prayer time, we're going to um, take these out and use them, Amen, for uh, for praying. And that's what this is for. So. They're, they're on the, uh, uh, like I said, the welcome desk, and so you can pick one up there if you need to. Um, there was supposed to be a ladies' meeting after service today, but that has been postponed uh, to November the 5th. We are remembering uh, Brother Bobby Farley's family in prayer, his nephew, uh, as everybody I think by now knows, passed away. And he's at Spring Hill Funeral Home, and the visitation starts today at 4.30 from 4 to 8, uh, and the funeral service is uh, on tomorrow. And let's be in prayer for them. So there will not be a ladies' uh, meeting that's been postponed uh, to November the 5th. And... Um, the uh, 30th of September is going to be our quarterly fellowship meeting in Bowling Green at Bible Center Assembly, uh, and um, uh, it's at 5 o'clock, uh, and uh, so remember that. That'll be com- coming up really uh, quick, and also you notice there's an empty bin back there. We haven't done a trunk or treat since the, the COVID situation, but that is one thing that we've always had great success in, and we're going to bring that back this year, uh, and we're asking people to start bringing in candy now, donating, and uh, everybody that um, is going to take part, uh, and we hope that we get several that will take part in pulling your um, car in up there, and uh, we're going to do trunk or treat, and uh, we're going to, this is going to be an outreach. And uh, I'm asking as your pastor, pastor, you know, you can, um, the kids or the adults, everybody, dress up as a uh, biblical character. Um, and uh, I think that is good. The last one we had, um, uh, I um, we I had our car fixed up, uh, Daniel and the Lions Den. Uh, and so I mean, just give you uh, an idea. We will just have a great time of fellowship but outreach, and we, we usually get a lot of people from the community because they're looking for someplace safe for their kids to go. 
Uh, and um, so, uh, but we're, we're making our collection, and so uh, please start bringing it in, and what we will do is divide that candy out to everybody who's going to take part uh, in uh, that event. So uh, remember that. Uh, that's um, that's about all the announcements. There's um, uh, only um, no anniversaries, only one birthday coming up on Friday, um, and that is Pastor uh, Pruitt's got a birthday on Friday. Hmm. <coughs> uh, I'm not going to, I'm going to step away from the pulpit. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hey, God is good. And all the time, let's give him a hand clap. And Brother Chase, would you come this time? He's going to do our devotional reading, and we're going to get into our worship time. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God some praise. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right. I feel the power of God all over me right now. This podium won't hold me up if I fall over. So Psalm chapter 24. Didn't get it up there, uh, but if you have, you can turn to Psalm chapter 24. I'll just give you a few seconds. Hallelujah. Jesus. All right. Hallelujah. All right. So Psalm 24, it says that the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. The world and those who dwell therein, for he has founded it, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Hallelujah. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. And if you've done that, there's forgiveness. You can repent for that. There's forgiveness for your sins through the blood of Jesus. But it says, verse 4, it says, It says, He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully nor made a deceitful promise. You, you said something knowing before you said it or while you're saying it that I'm not going to do this. It's basically, it, it is a lie. You lied on purpose. So sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord, them who have not done this, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, Salah. Now this is what I want to get into. Lift up your heads, O you gates. And be lifted up, you everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift up, you everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Salah. Hallelujah. 
So it says, it says in verse 7, it says, lift up your heads, O you gates. Hallelujah. He's talking to you, church. Hallelujah. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Amen. And it says, and he, and he, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors. You everlasting doors. Lift your head up, O you gates, and the king of glory shall come in. And so God wants you to lift up your head. I've been feeling it all morning. Our God is a consuming fire. Hallelujah. So during this time of worship, hallelujah, as the worshipers come up, please. Hallelujah. As the worship team comes up and we get ready to worship, hold your head up. Hold your head up. Look up. Worship God and the King of glory shall come in. Are you tired of being stagnant? Are you tired of being stuck on that same place? Are you tired of being stuck in the same rut? Are you ready to come up higher? Because the Lord has prepared a place for you to come up higher. Amen. Let's look unto God, church, and let's worship God. Oh, hallelujah.
highest praise in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's your breath. Come on, let's worship him today.
faithful to you today, church.
this world go Nothing in this world gonna keep me from heaven I'll claim his promise Claim his promise Somebody, let's rejoice in God right now. I'll stand for Jesus and let this world go
Think about this verse. From this whole body of mine, I don't want to own one thing. Don't let nothing keep you behind. Hallelujah to God. Thank you, Jesus. God knows what we need and when we need it. Amen. Let's give him a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good to us. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. There is nothing in this world that could tempt me in the least little bit to make me turn my back on God. I've been doing this too long. I've been, I've been in this way a long time, folks. Hallelujah. There's nothing out there in that world, and we're too close to the end now. We're too close to the end. If you don't know him today, if you can't rejoice in the same presence that we, uh, many of us have been rejoicing around here, you need to uh, get things squared away with God before you leave this house today. Glory to God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I've got to move on. I've got to close my mouth. Hallelujah. We're going to worship God in giving right now. And uh, several ways you can give. You can give by the kiosks on the welcome desk. You can use your app on your mobile device. Uh, those of you watching online, you can go to our website, ChristFamilyChurchNashville.org, and you can give that way. Um, uh, or you can... Um, um, and the offering plan, hallelujah, uh, ever how that you choose. And it is a part of our worship. And um, we we give to release blessing, 
God, God don't need our money. Amen. Everything in this world, as we've been told, it's already his. But this is how we release blessings to us. Amen in our giving. So we're going to do that right now. Let's bow our heads and bless the offering. Father, we come to you today. We thank you and we praise you for the beautiful outpouring of your spirit we've already experienced in this house today. Money can't buy this, Lord. <laughs> Money can't buy it. Oh, hallelujah. So, but Lord, we love you and we praise you because you have blessed us and supplied our needs and you give us more than everybody in here gets more than what they need. You blessed us and we want to bless you in return. So bless this offering, the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name, may the church say, God bless you as you give to Will it sorrow over me and it's keeping me alive? Jaylee's going to do a song for us right now. Let's give the Lord a hand clap while she comes.
going to dismiss for Children's Church right now, and we're going to allow you to greet one another, but, uh, you know, if you uh, feel like that you got a runny nose or whatever, you don't want to be hugging somebody, but <laughs> hallelujah, amen, use, <laughs> use wisdom in there, but let's just greet one another in Jesus. Well, it feels so good. Just being here again It feels so good Feeling what I feel again There's just nothing I like Better than God's people Getting together Feels so good Being here again it feels so good just being here again. It feels so good 
Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let's clap our hands as you make your way back to your seats. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. It's now time for the delivery of the Word of God. Praise the Lord. Ronnie, Ronnie done told me his sermon sermon is four and a half hours long, so we better get started. <laughs> Come on, Ronnie. Give the Lord one more hand clap while he comes. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Brother Paul, I believe he's trying to get me in trouble with you already. Praise the Lord. Good to see everyone out this afternoon. Be great to be in a house of the Lord. It's always great just to give God praise and glory that is due His name. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Welcome those watching on the live stream. Thank you for tuning in this afternoon. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're going to go to the book of John this afternoon. John chapter 5. John chapter 5. We'll begin reading verse 1. I don't know what it is, but I just love the book of John. It seems like 
uh, whenever I start studying, I don't care where I start in the Bible, I wind up in John somehow somehow or another. And so that's our opening text for today. And uh, uh, I thank the Lord for his word and his guidance and direction. And I know that uh, the Lord has something for you today. I know, I know that he does. But John chapter 5, begin reading at verse 1, says, After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the Lord. Let me stop right here and say, I don't know if you have your personal Bible with you, what translation you have, but not every translation includes uh, waiting for the moving of the water or verse 4. Uh, it's, they leave that out. In my study, I found that... Um, some scholars and scribes don't believe it was originally in there. It is in the King James Version and New King James Version, but there are some translations that omit waiting for the movement of the water and this verse 4 here. For an angel went, at, went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. Everybody say, that's a long time. 38 years. Verse 6, when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition for a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming... Another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. Hallelujah. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed, and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for what you have put in my heart to give forth today to your people, Lord. And now... Use me as you see fit to give this word, Lord. Let every ear be open. Let every heart be softened right now, Father, to what you have. And they will receive it and retain it. Lord, Heavenly Father, I give you praise and glory in all things. In the mighty name of Jesus, everyone said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Using this text here in John 5, I want to talk to you for a few moments on stirring up hope. Stirring up hope. And uh, as I begin to pray and seek the Lord in this uh, scripture, I uh, began to I mean, meditate on it. I remembered uh, uh, the show uh, Chosen, who did an episode on this very, this very thing here, and I thought uh, they had done a good job on it. If any of you have seen that episode where Jesus healed this lame man, and it, it was really good, but uh, this... This passage of scripture here that the Lord just stirred within me about there there are some of his children, there are a lot of his children that maybe are losing hope or 
hope is kind of fading away, it seems like. Maybe there's been a long time that you've been dealing with something, whether it be a physical illness, whether it be some situation in your family, a job. You've been, you have been dealing with something for a very long time. And I come to tell you this morning, it's time to stir up your hope. It's time to stir up your hope. You may have been doubting. You may, have, you may be feeling like God has forgotten about you, but He ain't forgotten. The Lord says stir up your hope today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Stir up your hope today. Hallelujah. It ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. It's like Rocky said, said hey, I ain't heard no bell yet. I ain't heard no bell yet. It ain't over yet. It's time to stir up your hope. It's time to get down in the nitty gritty. It's time to start praising like you never praised before. Hallelujah. There's a, there's a song that uh, is out there right now. I believe Brandon Lake does it. I'll praise you anywhere. Sometimes you got to praise him in a lion's den. Sometimes you got to praise him in a valley. Sometimes you got to praise him in the prison you're in. Hallelujah. But you got to stir up your hope today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And Jesus is the source of your hope. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Jesus was gaining attention rapidly. He was gaining attention rapidly. He had changed water into wine at the wedding at Cana. He had witnessed to the Samaritan woman that Jacob's well. He had healed a certain nobleman's son. That he, that he was not even there in the room with. He just, he just spoke the word and he was healed. Hallelujah. Jesus even, even told the dad of the son, saying, unless you people see signs and wonders, you about no mean believe. He, Jesus just spoke the word and healed that young boy. And now Jesus is in Jerusalem at this pool called Bethesda. It's a... I had to write the pronunciation because I always want to say Bethesda, but it's Bethesda. <laughs> but it means house of mercy or flowing water. And Jesus is about to do a miracle here on the Sabbath day. And I want to talk just a minute on this Sabbath. When no one is supposed to work, you're not supposed to do anything. But Jesus is about to do a miracle. And the Jewish leaders at the time, they took it very seriously. They had many rules and laws that they had set up themselves about what you could and what you could not do. And you better not break the laws that they had set up. But Jesus went around stomping on every one of them. I mean, forevermore. You, you, <laughs> amen, he sure did. He defied their laws. You know, and it was, it was bothersome to him that they were more concerned about the law of the Sabbath that they had set up and created themselves over doing good on the Sabbath, healing folks, hallelujah. And so Jesus constantly did this, but I come across the, uh, this story that happened back in 1992. There were three apartments that burnt in Tel Aviv at an Orthodox Jewish suburb. And these Jewish people, had when this first apartment caught on fire, these Jewish folks had to call rabbi to ask if it would be possible on the Sabbath day to call the fire department and have them come out and put this fire out. Well, this rabbi begins to ponder and contemplate on is this, gonna, is this right or not because they were not allowed to pick up the phone 
and call anybody, that was considered work because it's a break in an electrical line that's considered work. Now, this was in 1992. This ain't 2,000 years ago. We didn't have telephones back then. But, but they, so they had to wait. And in the midst of waiting on the Sabbath day, two other apartments caught fire and burned. We're waiting for this. This is how serious they take the Sabbath and not working on it. But Jesus said it's, to, it's okay to do good on a Sabbath. It's okay to, to do that. Hallelujah. But they, were, they are allowed to, to break the Sabbath if it's an emergency situation. Apparently this rabbi didn't know it or somebody just forgot or it was a stress of the moment or something. They are allowed to break it in that instance. So I wanted to mention that about the Sabbath and how Jesus always did something on the Sabbath to stir things up. And he, he, he talked about how God was his Father, and they couldn't stand that to making himself equal with God. They hated him even the more. So it didn't matter to them that he had done a miracle on the Sabbath or healed somebody. What it mattered to them was he made himself equal with God, and he stomped on their rules. They were, and it made them mad. So Jesus walks into this poor, and I get this picture. Jesus walks into this poor area with a great multitude there of sick people. They were blind. They were lame. They, they were broken in some kind of way, paralyzed. And he walks in and all around sees all these people. And he's looking for one in particular. He could have walked in there and just healed them all. He could have spoke the word and healed every last one of them. But when he walks in, he's looking for one in particular. Maybe some of the others there was more focused on the water itself, the pool. They didn't even notice Jesus. Maybe they hadn't heard about what he'd been going around doing yet, but they were focused on the water. But there was, I could, I could imagine something like this happening in our time today. Up in Washington, D.C., we have that reflecting pool that's up there. Could you imagine just for a minute if the water stirred in there and, and the first one that got in there was going to be healed? Could you imagine what, what it would be like around there? I could imagine stuff like that going on. Because there'd be people up there just with a bat, bam, knocking out kneecaps. They'd be like, whoops, oh man, you got a knot on your head. You ain't getting in that pool today, are you? You ain't getting your healing today. <laughs> in today's time, there ain't no telling what would be going on to be the first one into, the, into a pool like that. Have you ever desired to be first in something? Has it ever been a desire to you? Have you ever played sports or there, or there's something that you wanted to be first at? <laughs> and as I was, as I was studying, my, my mind went back to last week uh, at the home going for Sister Edna, how uh, Brother Wayne said, he, we was out back getting ready to walk in, and I'm going to tell on you, Brother Wayne. <laughs> but Brother Wayne said, you know, she always had to be first at everything. <laughs> Sister Edna went to heaven first. But have you ever wanted to be first at something? And we get, we get like that. We want to be first, and we will make it every attempt. But for 38 years, this man, he made attempt after attempt after attempt. And I suspect in my own thinking that maybe there were some years that he probably just laid there and said, what's the use? I'm not going to get in. Apparently, he was, he was lame in his legs and couldn't move and get into the pool because he told Jesus, there's no man to lay me down in there. Somebody always goes over me. Somebody always beats me to it. Somebody's always rushing over me. I never get my chance. I never get my opportunity. So as years slowly roll past and roll past and roll past, he's, he's losing hope. He's thinking he's never going to be healed. 
I feel like he was losing hope and he thought that it was never going to happen for him. So I submit to you today that when Jesus walked on the scene, he was looking for the one who had lost all hope. He was looking for the one who had lost all hope. Who was looking for the one who wasn't concerned necessarily about the waters no more that was doing no good. It was being troubled from time to time and there was those getting in. But he had done lost all hope. He had done lost all belief. Like I said, Jesus could have come in there and healed every last one, but he didn't do that. He was looking for this man. He was looking for this man because he wanted to restore his hope. He wanted to restore his faith in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this man, little did he know that God was on the scene. Woo, hallelujah. There was someone greater than that water there that was going to be troubled. Hallelujah. Woo. His creator was on the scene. The one that was on the scene that knew everything about him. That knew more about him than he knew about himself. Knew every trial he'd been through. Knew every situation. Jesus was on the scene. Hallelujah. Jesus is on the scene of your circumstance today. He knows how you feel today. He knows you're hurting. He knows that you feel like you have lost all hope this afternoon. But Jesus says today, I am here. I'm on the scene. I want you to restore your hope today. Stir up the hope that was within you this afternoon. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Jesus wants us to stir up our hope this afternoon. Too many times we get knocked down time and time again. We get discouraged because things don't happen as fast as we would like to see them happen. We want to see, we want to see things go so quickly, move so quickly. <laughs> uh, thank you, Lord. I'll share that. Uh, it just uh, brought to my memory. I remember early on in my career, before I started uh, getting a run, a line haul run that we call where I just go on the road from one terminal to the next, you know, driving a truck. I just kind of you got to wait for your seniority to kind of build up. So while I was in this transition period or paying my dues period, as we call it, uh, I was hostling, doing a yard mule thing that we call it, just moving trailers around and around. And every day uh, I had to pre-trip these hostlers, you know, and just pre-trip just simply means checking them out, you know, making sure they're okay to run for the day. And just to make a long story short, a supervisor come out and was so impatient of me having to do this pre-trip because I knew if I didn't do it then with all the list of trailers I would have to move, I would never get it done. It was just me out there at this time. I had to get this done at this time or I wouldn't get to do it. And it was my obligation. It was my responsibility. He comes out there, come on, Ronnie. You you know, we got to get these trailers. I got to get this. I'm like, it'll get done. Uh, I'll get it done. I got to get these done first. And he got so tore up and so bent out of shape, he jumped in a hostler and tried to start doing it himself. He couldn't get the thing in gear, didn't know how to work the air brake system. Yeah, he couldn't get it to go. He got That made him even more mad. And if that didn't make him mad enough because he didn't know what he was doing, the fact that I was standing over there laughing at him, that made it even worse. Made it even worse. Needless to say, my review didn't go so good that year. But anyway, that was how impatient he was, you know. And as soon as I was able to, I got around and got the job done. But he was just so impatient. That's how we get sometimes. We want to move things along quicker sometimes 
in our minds. And sometimes there, there is a time frame for the Lord. Jesus has got a time frame, a specific time, a specific season for us. And if we rush that, it's not going to go according to Him. It's going to go according to me. So we have to wait on the Lord. We have to wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. And not rush the things of the Lord and what Jesus has for us. Hallelujah. Now, when we give up and we lose hope, we begin to just give in, to just quit, to say, what's the point? Like, I feel like this man must have done. He, he must have figured, there's no sense in me trying anymore. There's no sense in me making an effort because we just begin to accept our circumstance because we're just tired of waiting. We're, just, we're tired of waiting on the Lord. We're tired of waiting for things to get better. But Jesus says today, it is going to get better. Don't lose hope. Stir up your hope today. Hallelujah. Stir up your hope in the name of the Lord. Apostle Paul had a situation where he was at, and it, all hope was lost. In the Acts chapter 27, we're going to read that. 27, begin reading in verse 19. Now, he was, he was in a ship making his way to Italy, and things weren't going that good. They had tried so hard to go through storms and headwinds. And in verse 19, it begins reading, On the third day, we threw the ship's tackle overboard with our own hands. Now, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and that's a long time to not have sun or stars, this is what they leaned on and looked to, to to guide them and direct them. They looked at the stars in the sky or the sun as direction so they knew where they were going. They had no sun nor stars for many days and no small tempest beat on us. All hope that we would be saved was finally given up. Everybody on board gave up all hope that they would be saved. They thought it was over with and done for. But as we go on to verse 21, what did Paul do? It said, but after a long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and not sailed from Crete and incurred this disaster and loss. And now I urge you, take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Sometimes we go through long spells and we're ready for a change, and we feel like that all hope is lost for the situation. But that's a time when maybe we need to sustain from food like Paul did here. We need, to, we need to do a fast. We need to get on our knees in prayer. We need to begin to praise Him and, and just worship the Lord in, in that season, in that time, because all hope is not lost. Maybe sometimes Jesus just wants to see what we're made of. Maybe Jesus just wants to find out, are they going to worship me only in a good time? Or are they going to worship me in the bad times as well? Are they going to worship me when they're at their wit's end? Are they going to praise me? Are they going to seek me the same as they seek me when, when the blessings is coming down? Sometimes the blessings ain't going to come down. Sometimes you're going to go through a season where you don't feel blessed at all. But He is still there. He is always there. Hallelujah. It is, it is our mind and our thinking that gets things twisted. Because there again, we want to rush things along. We want to rush things along. I want to give us some scriptures this afternoon to help you stir up your hope. And I'm going to get, get through these pretty quick here. 
But I want to give us some scriptures to help stir us up, to encourage you this afternoon, to get you motivated to, to praise Jesus, not only in a church house, but Sister Tina, where you work. Let the Spirit of the Lord hit you wherever you work. Hallelujah. And begin to praise Him. Hallelujah. Just begin to worship Him. I want you to have that presence upon you that's within you to just be the overwhelming factor within your day. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Because not only, listen, not only do we need to stir up our hope, but we need to keep our hope stirred up for the others who need a hope themselves. There is a lost and dying and confused world out there. I see people day in and day out, and I look at them, and I, I'll just be honest, I guess I'm judging in my own mind, well, they must be this or they must be that. They, you know, and, it, and that's wrong. And I feel convicted, and then I begin to look at them and say, well, that's a soul for you, Jesus. That's your creation. You created them. And then it, and then it dawns on me, it's just the lies and, and toys of the devil. It's his schemes of the devil that gets these people confused and tormented. Hallelujah. It's all the devil. Hallelujah. Because we are all God's creation. Hallelujah. We are all God's creation. Hallelujah. He is no respected person to any one of them. It don't matter what na nationality, what creed you have come from. Brother Bobby mentioned like a family history from a long time ago this morning. None of the, our family history and nationalities and stuff matters. In the kingdom of God, there's one spirit, there's one faith, there's one baptism. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And I look forward to the day when what society and government and mankind puts a wedge in to divide down here is no longer, and we'll be in heaven rejoicing with none of that mess, none of that junk going on. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord that that day's coming. And that gives me hope to go on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But let's give you some, some scripture this afternoon to encourage you. Psalm chapter 18, verse 1, 2, and 3. Lord, who may abide? No, I'm, I'm wrong. 18. I got the wrong. There we go. I put my tab on there and it's the wrong page. Here we go. Now I've got it right. I'm straight. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Now hold everything. David just said, the Lord is my rock. He's stable. He's sturdy. When you feel like things are crumbling from out on you, like you're standing on sand or quicksand, like you're sinking, the Lord is your rock. He's going to give you stability. He's going to give you a firm foundation to stand on. Hallelujah. And He's your fortress. Hallelujah. He's what the place that you can run into to, to hide and, and be safe. Hallelujah. He's your fortress, that protection. Not only that, He's your deliverer. He's going to make the way out. He's going to have the, the solution to the situation that you're going through. And David knew this all too well. He said, My God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He's what? My stronghold. Verse 3, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Hallelujah. I don't care what your enemy is today. I don't care how much mess the devil tries to put on you and, and tries to swarm the enemy around you. 
the Lord has a way out of it all. Hallelujah. We just need to praise Him, stir up our hope in Him, know that He's got the answer, know that He's got the way out, know that He is our rock that we can firmly stand on. Hallelujah. We can firmly stand on the rock of Christ. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Romans 15 and 13. Now may the God of what? Hope. So does that mean all hope comes from God? All your hope comes from God. Hallelujah. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. There is no room for fear, for doubt, for discouragement if you're filled with joy and peace. Hallelujah. There's no room for that mess. If you begin starting to feel that away, you, you need to start praising and worshiping the Lord so that Spirit can dwell up in you and stir up your hope. Hallelujah. He will fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may have hope sometimes. No, is that not what it says? These are just for distance. Let me look right here a little closer because I'm nearsighted. That you may abound in hope. You may abound in hope. You may have so much hope you don't know what to do with. You may have, you have so much hope it don't matter what falls in your plate. It's not going to matter to you because you know Jesus has got it. Hallelujah. It don't matter what comes your way, what situation happens. Jesus has got you. You need to stir up your hope in Him this afternoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because it's not by me or anything I can do of myself, but it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's His power. It's His strength. It's His hope that was within me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit is stronger than any Ford, Brother Paul. Any Ford engine. I don't care. Roush Racing can build the biggest thousand power horsepower engine. And the Holy Spirit is stronger than that. Chevrolet ain't, can't compare with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's nothing that can compare with the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we could only understand the power and the strength that is down with inside of us, those who have received the Holy Spirit, they call on the name of Jesus. Woo! Glory to the name of the Lord. If you're willing to call out that name, there's more power in that name than any, anything or anyone. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to the name of the Lord. Praise His holy name. Hallelujah. Glory to His name. Hallelujah. We need to stir up our hope this afternoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Let's look at Romans, the last verse I have for this afternoon. Romans 5, and we're going to read 1 through 5. Hallelujah. I don't care what you're going through today. I don't care how long you have been going through it today. Because I know that everything that was in me as I studied and prepared this and the Lord began to let this settle within my heart and give me the burden for this message, I, I can just feel it and sense that there is a, a burden that is amongst people in, in this place and those watching by live stream. You are feeling a burden and, and your hope you felt is, is all but lost and you've been dealing with situations for so long. You've been dealing with trials for so long. But Jesus says, stir up your hope. Hallelujah. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Stir up your hope this afternoon. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We think we don't know the way, but we do know the way. It's in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Romans chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Glory in tribulation. We say this a lot around here. We're supposed to be happy when tribulation comes? Yes. Be happy. If things are happening to you, know that you're on the right path. If the devil's on your tail, know you're doing something right. And turn around and rebuke him. <laughs> in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. He must flee at the name of Jesus. I don't... Whoo, Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 The Lord says this hour that if you only call on my name in that hour that you're so confused, that you're so distraught, that you're so torn from this, this direction and that direction, if you don't know what to say, simply call on my name. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. You don't have to be the best deacon, the best minister, a prophet. Hallelujah. You don't have to be the best theologian that there's ever been. Hallelujah. You just got to know to call on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He does the work, church. Woo, hallelujah. He loves you. He loves you. He knows exactly what you're going through. He walked this earth for 33 and a half years. He knows exactly what you're going through. Hallelujah. He is willing and wants to help today. But we have got to call on His name. We've got to call on His name. Not say, oh Lord, Ronnie, what are you going to do now? Oh Lord, Ronnie, what are we going to do now? I'm going to call on Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to praise Him in the dark hour. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. The back. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Verse 3. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. Hallelujah. Verse 5. Now hope disappoints every time. Oh, no. Now hope does not disappoint. You will never be disappointed in the hope that you have in Jesus Christ. His promises are sure and true. He's going to bless you. He's going to protect you. And one day, you stand for Jesus like the song we sang just moments ago. When you stand for Jesus, He's going to call you home. Hallelujah. He, you're going to, he is going to receive you in to that place that He has prepared for you. Hallelujah. This world is not our home. This world here that we see you now is not our home. There's an address change coming. There's a song that says something along them lines. A notification of an address change. I can't remember all of it, but I know there's a song that says, this is to inform you of an address change. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. We've got an address change coming, folks. The kingdom of God, it, 
That's where we're, we're a part of the kingdom of God, but heaven's our home. That's where, that's where we're going to one day. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, hallelujah. Now hope does not disappoint. That, and that is one of our biggest hopes that we need to look forward to is making it to heaven. It, it should not matter to us what we go through down here. If we can or can't pay bills, situations and trials, none of that amounts to what we say, hill of beans down here. None of that matters. Our hope is to remain in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by what? The Holy Spirit who was given to us. Hallelujah. Let's stand this afternoon. Hallelujah. Stirring up our hope. Jesus definitely gave this word for somebody today. And he wants you to know that you don't have to go through what you've been going through any longer. Stir up your hope in him. Maybe you need to come this afternoon and have a talk with him and stir up that hope, rekindle that fire that was once there. Or maybe you just need prayer for a sickness or situation going on in your life. We're here to, to pray with you for anything that you may have this afternoon. But don't leave here today the same way you come. Don't leave here today with your hope in the same state as what it was when you came in. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, and maybe you didn't receive something in that wonderful worship that we had, maybe you didn't make a move, make a move now. Maybe you need to come down here and just proclaim and declare the name of Jesus over your situation. But we are here to pray with you today. Hallelujah. Jesus is here right now. Reach out and touch Him. Jesus is here right now. Help you receive Jesus is standing near ready your heart to cheer Jesus is here
Jesus is here right now. Help you receive. Jesus is standing near, ready your heart to cheer. Jesus is here. One more time, Jesus is here right now, reach out and touch, Jesus is here right now, help Give the Lord Jesus a hand clap of
Let's believe God right now. There is nothing impossible with God. Nothing's impossible. Where the key is, one of them is Ronnie, what Ronnie preached about. Sometimes we, we give up hope. 
And then also when we give up hope, that's when our faith walks out the door. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way in here, Lord. God, have your way in here. Jesus, right now, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. I want to remind those that was with us in our last prayer, monthly prayer time. And for you who wasn't there, you need to hear this as well.
But we had a supernatural encounter in our prayer time. And at the close of our prayer service, the Holy Ghost spoke. And God made a promise. He made a promise to everybody in this congregation. God said, whatever you expect, I will give it. How many remember that that was here? God spoke. It was the Holy Ghost that spoke. Brother Wayne, God spoke to us and said, whatever you expect, I will give it. That's how we got to live, folks. That's how we got to live. Healing is the portion of God's people and deliverance, everything that we need. Hallelujah. So from this moment on, I am expecting, I am expecting Sister Lynn to be totally healed and delivered. I'm expecting it. Hallelujah. We've had a wonderful service. The Spirit of God has been here, had a great word. And I got to make one more, I got to make one more announcement for everybody. They will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus, right now. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. There will not be a Wednesday night service this week. We're going we're going to be out of town. We're going to the Rise Conference in Branson. And I'm asking for the church's prayers for your pastor because I feel like I need to go to this. Ronnie Michelle, they're going to be driving me up there. We're going together. This is the place where the cow, for three years ago, God healed me. I taken five medications twice a day, and my blood pressure still was through the roof. That's why I had to go ahead and retire. They wouldn't let me drive a school bus anymore because my blood pressure went under control. But God miraculously healed me. To let you know, I took my blood. I, well, I, I still check my blood pressure every day. And... Uh, the average right now is 122 over 65. So you listen, Sister Lynn. God's got something in store for you. Now, I've been, I've been in a battle because I, I've seen three different heart doctors and they all agreed the same thing. That they say your only your only hope 
is open heart surgery bypass. But I won't receive that. And I believe, I believe God has already done the work in me and I'm going there just to get confirmation in the Holy Ghost. And God's already been speaking. And I've made God a promise. I said, I'm most, I'm, when God does this thing and I get that confirmation, I'm going to start preaching some things in a different way than what I've ever had before concerning healing. Healing is our portion, folks. It is not God's will for us to be sick and diseased. It's not. Hallelujah. And it's amazing to me, you know, everybody's asking. And, 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 and some of my brothers and different ones, you know, will say, well, what you going to do? And I say, I'm going to trust God. And they, some say, well, you know, you just need to go ahead and just give in, do what the doctor says. Why not give in and do what the doctor said? You know, are you scared? No, I'm not scared. If I felt like God wanted me to do that, I would do it. But this is what my life has been about. Hallelujah. And, yeah, I know some men that's, I would say, probably better better men than me, men closer to God that's had to have that open-heart surgery. But, folks, it's not about how good you are. Just like receiving salvation, hallelujah, amen. It's not about what I've done. It's about what he did on the cross, the finished work of Calvary. Hallelujah. So everybody just remember some prayer. We'll be in service from Wednesday, beginning Wednesday night there. And uh, I know I'm going to get my confirmation. And God's already promised, like I said, whatever we expect, God has promised he will do it. Can we receive that? Can we believe that? Hallelujah. Glory. I feel the Holy Ghost strong right now. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's bow our heads and thank God for this service. Father, we come to you today. We thank you and we praise you for your blessings. Thank you for this service. I thank you, Lord, because I know that healing is in Sister Lynn's future. I know and I expect you're going to do that, God, and I proclaim it. God, in every sickness and disease, we're going to come against in Jesus' name. Bless each and every one. Keep everybody safe till it's time to meet again in Jesus' holy, mighty name. Let the church say, God bless you. We love you in the Lord. Hallelujah.